0: Today on the DML News Podcast, we've got a load of items to discuss, including the impeachment of Mayorkas, the new Senate border bill, a 95-year-old vet gets removed from his nursing home because of illegal aliens, Christy Nome is kicked out of ever visiting a tribe again, Trump talks possible running mates, and $25 million stolen through AI. You can't make this stuff up. we got so much to discuss, plus my speech from Friday. So get ready, because it's all unfiltered.
1: Dennis Michael Lynch gives you his word, and he will never let you down. He will always fight for America. The only one who really puts his money where his mouth is
2: is Dennis
0: Michael Lynch. Hello, I'm Dennis Michael Lynch, and I thank you for joining me today. Denny is sitting across from me. Ryan, Sir Ryan, I'm going to call him for now on, is behind the controls. Just made a nice shake for us. Uh, banana, blueberry, uh, peanut butter, and lactose-free milk. That's uh, my go-to shake. Anyhow, Uh, I think it's either this weekend or next weekend, Ryan's cafe will start to launch a once, once a week program where Ryan's going to be making some really cool stuff. So get ready for that. Also best pals will return this week, although I'm not going to do it every single day. Uh, I probably wind up just doing it a couple of times a week. We'll give you more information on that. I also want to let you know, dmlcbd.com slash pet, P-E-T. We have a buy one, get one free going on right now. It's only going to be for a couple of days for our pet tincture. If uh, you want to help your dog or one of your pets at home, uh, help with the same sort of things uh, that happens with human beings Uh, Helps with anxiety, helps with joint pain and things of that nature. I have a lot of testimonials from people who say, wow, my dog wasn't able to move around. My dog uh, used to run underneath the the table when the lightning struck. Not anymore. So dmlcbd.com slash pet. uh, If you want to get a buy one, get one free.
3: It it is great, too, for uh, car rides because I'll always give... like a little tincture droplet to Robin because yeah. he gets a little anxious and sporadic on car rides. So if you're a traveler, it's it's perfect.
0: Well, there you go. Testimonial straight yeah. from straight from my son's voice. And I think you met Robin last week here. If you were watching the program, Dennis had Robin in in the studio. In fact, I even posted a picture on Facebook of Robin sitting in your seat. Mm-hmm. And I said, my new host. <laughs> um, all right. So Dennis, why don't we start this off? So uh, Mr. Mayorkas who is by far the worst uh, head of DHS of all time. Uh, I thought Napolitano was bad. She was godly compared to this dude. Uh, He is being grilled by Senator Hawley about what is happening down at the border. And uh, we wanted to play this video because Mayorkas plays the whole Holocaust card, and it's just really, really disgusting. Ryan, play the video.
2: Mr. Secretary, I think that your performance is despicable. And I think the fact that you are not willing to provide answers to this committee is absolutely atrocious. Mr. Chairman, may I? Like if you'd like to have a, a minute to respond, you are oh, welcome I, to- I would. And I'm not sure I'll limit it to 60 seconds. That's fine. Number one, uh, what I found despicable is the implication uh, that uh, this language tremendously odious, um, uh, actually it could be emblematic of the sentiments of the 260,000 men and women of the Department of Homeland Security, number one. Number two, uh, Senator Hawley takes an adversarial approach to me in this question, and perhaps he doesn't know my own background. Perhaps he does not know that I am the child of a Holocaust survivor. Perhaps he does not know that my mother lost almost all her family at the hands of the Nazis. And so I find his adversarial tone to be entirely misplaced. I find it to be disrespectful of me and my heritage. And I do not expect an apology, but I did want to say what I just articulated. Thank you. Mr. Chairman, can can I just respond since he has referenced me personally? Senator Holly, we need to move on. Senator uh, Romney, you're. uh...
0: Yeah, you know, Dennis, I I think my knows that he is going to be raked across the coals as he should be. Uh, The public is going to learn more about what it is that this man has done and, more importantly, not done when it comes to border security and basically carrying out Barack insane Obama's plan to fundamentally transform the United States by flooding it with migrants vis-a-vis right there with Joe Biden, right? Right. You can't see Obama, you only see Biden, but believe me when I tell you they're face-to-face every single day. And this idea that this is all about asylum is absolutely insane. We have illegal aliens coming into this country at rates that is so unbelievably high you'd almost not believe it's true we have what really is going to be a push for amnesty sooner than later especially if biden somehow pulls off a miraculous 2024 thank you very much china victory in the uh upcoming election if that happens and if we lose the senate and we lose the house guaranteed joe biden will make a pitch that says these people are in here they're not paying taxes it's a drain on society. We've got to let them become citizens so this way we can start taxing them appropriately. And, of course, Dennis, you and I know that that is only so this way they can vote and this way the Republicans never win another, another election ever again. I hate to say it like that, but that's what would really happen. With that being said, that we've been waiting on this Senate border bill that was supposed to give Biden all the power he said he needed. I need the power to shut the border. I need the money to shut the border. Well, it turns out to be that this thing that we waited for for so long was worse than even expected,
3: so says the Speaker of the House. What is in this bill, Dennis? Well, let's start with the fact that – well, let's start with um, the parts of the border bill that actually have nothing to do with the border, such as $60 billion going to Ukraine – $14 uh 14 billion dollars going to Israel as well as another another additional few uh, billion dollars going to Indo-Pacific allies uh we're all, we're all right i mean already off the bat you're looking at a ton of money that is not even going towards border security so when you really look through it um i think i sent it to you earlier this morning it is really just secretly codified amnesty um, one of the big issues with this entire bill is that it wants to permit five thousand crossings a day. Mm-hmm. So, if you extrapolate that to uh, thirty, you know, thirty days in a month on average, you're looking at 150,000. Then you times that by 12 months, you're looking almost at two million. But again, that is with the official numbers. It's never going to account for the ones that get over that they the away. They don't. Yeah, um, they're basically eradicating catch and release. Uh, it is locking in green card giveaways through 2030. So basically, the green cards will be as as you like to put it, simple as taking it out of a Cracker Jacks box. Um, it it also says based on those 5,000 crossings that there won't be any official, uh, high level border security response if it is 5,000 and under. So basically, you know, if you're at that 5,000 and under limit, you don't really need any uh border patrol emergency response, which is crazy to me. If you look through the different details, like I said, the codified amnesty, but also it is eradicating the idea of borders. So you're looking at a bill that basically says, let's dilute the idea that we're you know protected by our borders. And also there's other things in that bill that basically downplay security, such as the razor wire fence. It is uh, absolutely disgusting. I recommend everyone read through it extensively. Even Speaker Johnson said that this bill needs to be dead on arrival based on some of the other specifics in here. This is a game of
0: politics, Dennis. So here's what's happening. Joe Biden and the Democrats realize that just from polling alone, they don't have a snowball's chance in hell to win 2024. Mommy over the weekend sent us a a video, right? Of uh, a, a black barber shop, and MSNBC went into that barber shop and asked them how they are going to vote for the upcoming election. And the black barbers that were in there, and even the guests that were in there getting their hair cut, said, "You know, under Trump we had money. Now under Biden we have none. We're voting for Trump. Mm-hmm. They see that they're in in a hot mess." So what they do, because what when you look at the polling and look what people are saying, it's the economy and the border. That's number one and number two. So what do you do? You're not going to shut the border because it's part of your plan, the fundamental transformation. So what you do is you come up with a cockamamie bill that the average American citizen is never going to look at. They're not going to understand it. They're just going to hear from ABC, NBC, CBS, the New York Times, the LA Times, all the other different radical lefty outlets that the Republicans don't want to secure the bill. I don't want to secure the border because if they did, they would approved the bill because Biden needs money. Biden needs resources. Biden needs the support. He would be able to shut the border down. They're never going to understand about the five thousand number or anything else like that. It, that that stuff never gets told. Or it's the only, fact
3: that this bill, by the way, permits work permits automatically for those coming over. For coming
0: over, so they all get to work. So another thing that will drive down the wages of the communities, especially the communities of color and underprivileged. And then on top of that, you know, you've got this this unbelievably stupid 5,000-per-day number, <laughs> you're never going to count 5,000. It's impossible to do. Because remember, you got 5,000. You got people, a patrol agents that are in California. You got ones that are 2,000 miles away, all the way down in Mission, Texas. Are these guys going to be on the walkie-talkie? All right, by the way, we just hit 4,999. Next guy, we got to stop it. It's not going to be like that. It's not going to be like that at all. So when you look at the numbers as you extrapolated them out, you're almost at 2 million people, 2 million people. that We don't even have 2 million people in the state of Wyoming or in Vermont. We've got a bunch of different states that just get to 1.5 million. This is an impossible thing it is just positioned so this way they could get on and say the republicans don't really want to support i uh, don't want to do the border trump's just trying to make this look worse so this way this is what people will vote on and this is what it, it's just a game they know it would never be passed
3: it's a shame because uh you know, if you look at some of the actions that have happened in the last few days since uh texas kind of basically took everything into their own hands and thankfully you know, knock on wood, nothing has turned into a violent standoff. It's just more become, we're going to still put up the razor wire fence. And then some of those border patrol agents said, uh, we're not fighting them. So, you know, if they're going to do that, they're going to do that. They actually dropped their numbers in terms of the crossings. However, where did all those people go? Arizona and California. They've just been diluted. right? And it's funny because, uh, you know, when I was scrolling through uh, X Twitter this weekend, uh, Elon Musk actually kind of had a coming to Jesus moment, you know, he knows how bad it is, but he said he's been slow to the game in terms of why are they doing this? Like, why are they, you know, they don't offer anything. They don't offer, you know, uh, intelligence or high IQ or meaning. Why are they, when you say the what, illegals, like, you know, what, why, why is, is it that the Biden administration has basically right. allowed the, the border to become a sieve? Because to your point, mm-hmm. Biden can enforce it. He is choosing actively
2: not, not to. to. Yes.
3: And, and Musk said, he's like, This is the welcoming of a new voter pool. Like it is literally importing votes. And with a with a bill like this, it is just setting up the legwork for ultimately amnesty, like you said. And when you get that amnesty and you get a bunch of Democrat voters that are going to change how the demographics are going to are going to play out, that's that's horrifying.
1: Well,
0: I understand. I mean, you know, Elon Musk, arguably the most successful, richest man in the world, who's brilliant. I mean, you know, it took him this long to catch on to what's happening. I, he, could have, he could have contacted me. I could have right. told him 13 years ago. I knew it on day one. But, but here's, here's the thing, and, and it's important for me to, to, to spill this stuff out. Understand that Biden and Obama are not trying to get an amnesty today. This bill... They knew would never, ever, ever pass. I mean, as you already have it in there, 60 billion for Ukraine, a billion for some Indo-Pacific oh. BS and then billions of dollars for um, uh, for Israel. Just hold your thought. The. Plan. Like I said is to make it look like the Republicans don't really want to secure the border, that Trump wants it to be chaotic for people to vote for it. That's going to be their spin. But make no mistake, it will happen at some point in time. If it doesn't happen in the next four years under Trump, because Trump is never going to get 60 million people out of here, it will happen in the next election. The next time that they have a chance, they will make these people voting residents of the United States. So that is the long-term plan. Now, I want to put something else out there that you just brought up, and uh, I wrote it over the weekend. Over the weekend, the New York Times, you want to talk about how these people are scumbags? The New York Times took what you just said about how the numbers have gone down in Texas. They didn't attribute it to there being wire put up along the border. They didn't attribute it to Abbott pushing back on all this stuff, what they attributed to was Blinken going down and speaking to the Mexican president and said, can you please help us? And that the Mexican president said, sure, we'll help you. We'll push people back and not let them in. And then the New York Times said, yeah. And since that meeting's happened, the numbers have gone down. It is. So, I, I can't believe these people got a hundred out of a hundred score from NewsGuard. It's they. That's what I'm talking about. They twist the narrative so this way the person reading says, "Oh, okay, that is working." The Democrats are trying to stop things, and it's just not the truth.
3: They also have another provision in this bill. I forgot to mention it earlier, but I had it here on the on the listing, mm-hmm. where it just kind of more highlights some of the insanity in terms of consolidation of power, any legal disputes regarding immigration crossings, immigration issues as a whole. In the bill, they want to exclusively make any immigration disputes only addressed by the authority of the D.C. courts. So it can't go to any other state court. It's exclusively far left D.C. district court. the only authority when it comes to the, the immigration disputes under this bill. And we know how the DC courts usually uh Oh my god, the rule. DC court D C the DC courts in the Ninth Circuit
0: up in San Francisco. If you want to get a liberal agenda passed, that's where you send them. And now I actually New York is showing its true colors. You want to sue somebody and get them a bigger, uh, a bigger payday than they're even being asked for. Send them to New York, 83 million dollars Donald Trump being stolen from. You know, we spoke about this uh I want to speak about my speech at the end. Maybe we speak about my speech right now. Uh, So on Friday, the podcast was uh, the majority of my speech uh, that I had given down. It's called the uh, Conservative Club of the Valencia Reserve. Long name. yeah. And uh, we had filled room, and it was uh, my first speech in... Eight years, really. Uh, I mean, we did have a meet and greet event with Team DML going back in 2019. But in terms of me being in front of a a big, huge audience, and uh, it was was great. I mean, I had a couple of people uh, say to me, DML, I've been following you for 15 years. It's the best speech you've ever given. I said, oh, okay." But I mean, I talked about this exclusively and all the problems that we have in the country and how it is that immigration is touching all of it because nobody ever thinks about that. So, all these things that are coming in right now, we're talking about the future of votes. Well, remember, you know, there are five things, and I told this, I had this in my speech. There are five things that every single American should give a concern about. Doesn't matter what you are old, young, fat, skinny, ugly, pretty, man, woman, independent, Republican, Democrat. And those five things are health, wealth, family, freedom, and safety. And what's happening through this immigration? This mass immigration, both legal and illegal, because don't forget, Dennis, 1.8 million is on top of the 1.2 million that come in legally. All right. So we talked about how from a health perspective, all these people coming in that we are seeing right now happening. Get ready. Your health premiums are going to skyrocket because little Lolita is coming in from Mexico And she's going to drop a baby in some hospital. It's going to cost 50 grand. She ain't going to have a pot to piss in. You, the taxpayer, are going to pay for it. We're in the cold and flu season, the COVID season, right? Illegal alien, Juan from wherever winds up getting COVID. He's going in, or even he's got a sniffle, or maybe just an ear infection. Or, wow, he has a splinter he can't get out. He's going into the emergency room at thousands of dollars per visit, thousands of dollars per stay. Who's paying for that? We are. How are we going to pay for that? Through the premiums that are going to skyrocket through the roof. Somebody's got to pay for it ultimately. Then we talked about safety. We've got unvetted people coming through our country right now. How many times have Dennis and I and Ryan talked about and showed you videos of the last couple of weeks about terrorists that are actually at the border or getting inside the United States of America and staying here? Education, your kids at school, what's being taught? English is a second language. I mean, it goes on and on and on. And I outlined all of this stuff. Biden knows this. Obama knows this. The Democrats know this. But they want to take control of this
3: country long term. And this is the way you do it. And look, it's uh, it's easy to blame Biden because we know what to expect from him. Same with Mayorkas. The real criminal here is James Lankford from Oklahoma. This is his bill. And yeah. he has been doing the a Republican, uh, by the way, a Republican. Yeah. yeah. And he's been trying to do the Saving Grace Act with some of his interviews on Newsmax and Fox saying, oh, this bill's being misinterpreted. My ass. There's no misinterpretation. And let me tell you, there's no doubt this man is either compromised or, you know, he made some deal with uh, Biden and the Democrats to design it. I mean, he designed with Mitch McConnell, but I don't expect anything from him. But Lankford was supposed to be, you know, a staunch Republican to represent Uh, Oklahoma. And here he is completely backstabbing. I have not looked it up yet, and I don't
0: even have the time to do it. I'm just going to almost just say I could lay my head on the pillow knowing that if I were to look at who is funding – his campaigns, it will ultimately turn back to be somebody who wants this cheap labor coming in through the border. There is no doubt it happens every time. It happened with Representative Massey. Representative Massey, I think out of Kentucky, same thing, plays the big MAGA this, MAGA that, all the other different crap. You know, oh, you know, America first, this and that. Meanwhile, he's up there saying, oh, mandatory e verify would be horrible for American citizens. It's unfair to them. What are you talking about? I went and took a look at, see, I, I didn't No, I said, I'm telling you right now, he's got to be paid for. And then what is it? The number one donor to his last campaign was a meat packaging company who works at meat packaging companies, by and large, illegal aliens. So he's protecting his he's protecting his next campaign, uh, you know, intake of capital. That's why, you know, one of the things that I didn't talk about in my speech, and I wish I did, but I was short on time. So I cut a couple things out one of the greatest things that we can do as a country to stop this crap from happening is term limits because what winds up happening is these guys get into Congress, they get into the Senate, they get embedded in there, they get comfortable, they, they make relationships with special interest groups. And that is basically their agenda until they get removed for somebody else. And that is why we are stuck in this spot. If for as long as you allow these people to become career politicians That is what's going to happen. The American citizen is going to go to the back of the bus and the special interests go to the front. Everything is done for those special interest groups. There is no reason to have these illegal aliens coming into this country unless, A, you're looking to change the voter pool, and, B, you're looking to appease the people who want cheap-ass labor so this way they could line their pockets. Last word on this particular thing, although we're sticking an immigration on this bill. Last word on the bill to you. Uh,
3: It's... Let me tell you, I I was reading through it this morning and I knew this would have to be what we were going to have to talk about today because, um, like I said earlier, it is codified amnesty. And if this does mm-hmm. get passed, mm-hmm. that just ups the ante for the next crazy immigration bill to then be something extrapolated to maybe it's then $5 million. And I think every American worker should be pissed. I mean, they're coming over and they're just going to get a, a work permit and then... You know, Mayor Adams in New York City is floating the idea of giving a thousand dollar prepaid credit cards to these people, so they get every month, so that they can live and last. And, and I, I want to get into that next uh, story about you know what they're doing to make rooms uh, for, for. We're my gonna we're too. gonna play the
0: man of the ninety five year old thing uh, man in a moment. I just want to you know, it's another thing I said in my speech. I just want to let people out there know something. There is this false narrative. That the illegal aliens who are coming over right now are coming over to pick lettuce, pick grapes, uh, you know, do the laborious jobs that Americans don't want to do, cut lawns, trim bushes, paint walls, all the different crap. First of all, American citizens will do those jobs. Secondly, secondly, and maybe more importantly, if you are a UPS driver or you are somebody who is a cop or a high-end security guard for, who knows, a a stadium of some kind or whatever it may be, and you had to go through the regular process of hiring, a a background check, you had to give your license, you had to give this, you had to give that, you've never had to deal with the illegal alien problem because they can't get those kind of jobs. They just can't get them. Right. They go for those underground jobs or the ones that could be paid cash or the ones that are looked, you know, a blind eye. You don't need to give over all your identification to go put, you know, uh, a sheetrock up. If you are the driver at UPS, if you are some of the jobs I just mentioned on the higher end jobs, when it comes to making sure security detail, these people who wind up getting their amnesty are now going to be able to go after your job. They're going to be able to go with you. You're a school teacher. You teach ESL as a second language. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. You'll be removed. Why are we going to go with the woman who 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 is American, white, blonde hair, but she knows some Spanish? You're gone. They're going to take the Latino from, you know, El Salvador and they're going to get the job. They're going to get the high paying job. And then on top of that, what will wind up being, trust me, through the Democrats, they will make that every school, every major company, you name it. In the same way that California said, hey, we have to have X amount of women on every single board, they're going to make it to every company has to hire a certain amount of new Americans. That's what they're going to call new Americans. You will be displaced. Or if your child wants to grow up and try to do the same job that you did. If your kid's like, yeah, I want to be a UPS driver. My dad was making X amount of dollars, had all the benefits in the world. I loved it. Your kid's not going to get the job because it's all going to come in. It's going to be given to these 60 million people and their their offspring. So the American citizen is going to be the one that's going to wind up going on the welfare line and going to get screwed every single time for these new Americans. And if you don't believe it, our next story is of a 95 that is 9-5. A 95-year-old man who was a veteran of the Korean War was in a nursing home, got an eviction letter. Out of the nursing home, you've got basically 45 days to get your affairs in order and get the F out. And why is that? Is it because he wasn't paying his bill? No, Dennis. Why was it? Migrants. And what were they going to do with the migrants? House them. Oh, yeah. So they're going to kick this man out and they're going to put the migrants in. Ryan, play the video of this old man explaining what happened to him.
1: It was very disgraceful what they did to the people in the island shores. They gave us time to get out, but they never said when, and they never said they were going to get us out. And then one day, there's a thing on the board, an notice on the board, you got to be out, by March 15th. I think that gave us like a month and a half to find out where we're going to go. I thought my suitcases were going to be on the curb because I'm not that fast. (laughs) If it wasn't for my daughter, they would have been on the curb. (laughs) But Mm. that's what happened, and uh, that was it. I said no, 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 no. You're not moving me. And they said yes, yes, yes. We are, and uh, everything was done behind closed doors, and we didn't have a chance to actually make any attempt to stop them because there wasn't enough time.
3: This is actually heartbreaking, and um, you know this. This past weekend we were with a few friends and some of our topic load was about military service and mm-hmm. you know, just and, and being able to serve your country the fact that this is how we're treating the people that served our country that gave their time that gave their effort to, to protect our borders which this this immigration bill is going to erase um, we are so backwards we are so backwards especially a state like New York I mean how do you, how do you take someone who's 95, probably, you know, can't obviously fend for themselves at such an age and say, hey, thank you for your service. We're going to kick you out, though, and make room for people who came here illegally. Like I, I just can't actually wrap my head around it, how how any politician can even warp or justify that, that action. And not to mention, it, it's not like this was a slow process that was uh, given out to him. They, they basically told him, you got to get out. You know, we're, we're evicting you. You know, there was no... uh you know, uh, saving grace or, or 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 you know net for him to be on the safe side from from this action. It was literally, we're not going to help or handle anything afterwards. You just got to get going. It's it's I don't know how it's evil. It's beyond evil. It almost look, Dennis.
0: If George Washington, Benjamin Franklin, President Lincoln, JFK. Ronald Reagan, who gave an amnesty. If those men were to come back from the dead, and we read to them, actually, no, we just played for them today's program, they would say, oh, is this a comedy show? Is this, uh, is this a sci-fi? Is this, is this satire? They would not believe it. The 95-year-old man Who went and sacrificed himself at the level to where, hey, I may have to give the greatest sacrifice of all for my country. It's like, hey, you're 95, man. We had enough of you. Get the F out. We got to make room for the new Americans that are coming in. This is happening all over the place. It's happening in black communities. I mean, there was a, another, uh, a rec center. Mommy was just telling us about another story about a rec center. Yes. Uh, I think it was in Massachusetts. A yes. rec center where ki- basically, you know, underprivileged kids go to like a YMCA. Oh, there's
3: a, there's a fantastic video of this uh, this younger black man and he's screaming at the, I guess it was cops or guards saying like, you know, this I my outlet is this rec center. I come here and now you're making it sheltering. And it, that pisses me off too because- to your point, like, you know, if you're looking on an average, black communities, you know, they're a mess. In fact, I have a video here. Uh, it was so funny, and maybe Ryan can overlay it as B roll. The captions was, oh, look at this town in Mexico. Just kidding. It's Oakland, California. And if you look at it, you're like, this is in the US. So when you have an opportunity like a rec center to maybe channel your energy to something positive, like a basketball game or helping out youth instead of, you know, drug dealing and, and shooting up people. And now that's taken away to house illegals. Uh, This should piss off every American, but it really should piss off the black community because that's where they're all getting dumped. They're getting dumped into these lower income black communities. So if they're trying to maybe get out of the struggle, their struggle just got 10 times heavier. And here's the crazy part about that. New York
0: times, CNN, LA times, Washington post. You go down the gamut of the places that was shoving down our throat, black lives matter, black lives matter, right? It, God forbid, a cop shoots a drugged out piece of crap who's been arrested 50 times who goes after his gun and he shoots him. The cop is somehow the bad guy, especially if he's white, right? All of this crap, we got it shoved down our throat. We watched our country burn for an entire year for black lives matter, because there's so much systemic racism in this country. It's the freaking Democrats right now who are allowing that border to be open who are now going in and displacing a rec center where black kids... Black families are getting that outlet, trying to keep their kid off the street, trying to keep them out of the gangs, trying to keep them healthy. Hey, our son Tyrone, he wants to be a professional basketball player. Let him go to the rec center. He'll play all single day. He'll be staying away from the guys at the dr- on the corner of the drugs. And now you're stripping that from them. So don't give me the BS that black lives matter because it doesn't matter to you. Black lives does not matter to Democrats at all. The red, white and blue doesn't count, uh, matter to the to the Democrats at all. The 95-year-old veteran doesn't count at all. There's only one thing that matters to them. Keep Donald J Trump and other people like him out of office so this way we can control the country, we could keep abortion in place, we could let CRT be what it is that we're teaching at school. You know, this is what we could give away all of our money, take money from the people who have some and throw it over to Ukraine, throw it over to uh, all different places of the world and just empower China to be number one. It is as if somebody took a big, huge bottle of insanity and shuck it all over this country. I just while you are talking about video. I won't even have Ryan play it. There's a video, I just watched it yesterday, of a young guy. He's in the middle of the street. He's interviewing two what looks like people your age. So I guess you would say that's millennial slash GX. And he's saying, why would you vote for uh, Biden? I said, well, because Biden's going to keep democracy intact. Democracy intact? What's Trump going to do? Trump's going to destroy democracy. He's like, really? He's like, wait a second. He, Democracy? He just empowered the he weaponized the DOJ to go after a man, after his number one political opponent. That's democracy. Huh. You know what happened? The two people walked away because they didn't have an answer. This is it's insanity that has come over this country. In totally insanity.
3: And that and that's why it's it's really coming down to you gotta get to the states that still have their sanity, like Florida. Because I, I think one of the greatest clips, and maybe Ryan can play it too. Um, is when uh, CNN, they had a immigration enforcement officer on and he explained, you know, they'll do the stealing in New York and then they'll go to Florida to spend it. And the host is like, well, why don't they just go stealing in Florida? He said, well, because they'll go to jail. And the speechlessness was actually hysterical because I think a big thing we're going to see this year, you know, because the media is obviously the top propagandist. For so long, they've been just trying to hide, hide, hide. But when you have every factor of normal people being impacted, you can't even hide it. It's just going to be blatant. It's just going to be like, OK, yeah, that's true. But we're not going to say so anyways. We're not going to support the idea that Florida is actually you know, going to hold them accountable. It's just going to run the narrative of uh, Florida's mean and New York is welcoming. Well, think about one of the things in
0: my speeches,
3: uh, in my speech on Thursday night. And
0: it was funny, you guys couldn't, uh, Ryan and Dennis were in the back of the room filming and sort of just answering questions for anybody who had something to say, you know, about the app or whatever. So they didn't get to see the people's faces. I got to see the people's faces. And what I said to them, I said, if we lose this election, do you know who's going to pay the biggest price? The people of Florida. Because what's going to wind up happening in the same way that COVID forced people like us to finally move to Florida, if Biden wins and this mess that we're watching at the border continues, which it will, by the way, and all the other different craziness that he has going on right now only intensifies, people are going to want to leave all those states and they're going to go to the states where they say we're going to get the best deal. They're not going to go to Texas because Texas still gets inundated with all these illegals. They're going to come to Florida. And I said to him, I said, what you're going to watch is the price of everything in Florida go up, 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 up. It's supply and demand. And all the faces looked at me like, oh, my God, I never thought of that. He's completely right. So a conservative state like Florida is going to wind up being the haven that everybody looks to go to. And it's going to raise prices on everything from rents to home prices to what it is you're paying for milk and gas. And
3: that's going to be of more permanence because at least with COVID, it was that, what, one, two year gap year. In fact, there were some people who moved down. And then once COVID was you know, realize the sham that it was, then they move out because they realize the, you know, the COVID era is practically over, at least for now, hopefully. But with this, like you said, this is a permanence. They're coming over and based on how these immigration bills are going to start being presented, it's going to be codified amnesty. So it's not like, okay, maybe move to Florida, wait it out for two to three years and hopefully uh, the act is pulled together and they're all deported. If this is a continuance of the Biden Obama era policies it's 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 going to be a permanent issue that, you know, I don't know how Florida will handle that influx of people moving down and then wanting to permanently stay.
0: Well, hopefully it's something we don't have to worry about. Hopefully Trump wins the election. And, and just getting into Trump for a second, he made an appearance— Uh, with Maria Bartiromo, an interview with her over the weekend, she asked him about vice president running mates. We're short on time, so we're not going to play the video. I'll just tell you what it is he said. He basically said that he's going to pick his vice president based on, God forbid there's an emergency, he can't serve as president for whatever reason, and he said, look, we're all human. You know, anything can happen. Who do I think will be able to carry out what it is that needs to be carried out? And he sort of uh, uh, leaned a little bit towards talking about Tim Scott. Uh, and I just think that's a head fake on his, on his part. And then he talked about Christy Noam, who is, by the way, the person who I said I think he will pick, the person I'd like to see him pick. And she's got a great history of being a conservative in South Dakota. She is very congenial. She's pretty She's going to attract a lot of female votes. And, you know, he picked up on her. And I think that's who Trump is. Uh, I think Trump's zeroing in
3: on her. I definitely think she's top of the choice right now. Oh, of course. Of the list. I think
0: that's also why she's sort of been quiet. But then what happens is she makes an effort to go down to Texas to show that she is completely in support of, you know, building a wall, putting up the razor wire. Stopping this illegal immigration. She says, I'll help however it is we have to help. Well, that bought her some trouble, if you will. Uh, I'm not sure if you consider it trouble or not, but there is a, a story, got to give it to you here, at least in part. This is off Fox News. South Dakota Governor um, Christy Noam banned From tribal uh, reservation over remarks on U.S. southern border. Let me just give you the details on this, Dennis. South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem was banned from the Pine Ridge Reservation after speaking about wanting to bolster the U.S.-Mexico border by sending razor wire and security uh, personnel to Texas. Adding that cartels are infiltrating the state's reservations. So, in other words, they're going up and they're saying, "Hey." Uh, we could we, we could operate in these reservations yeah. because there's no police there. There's no nothing there. We could basically take it over. Well, they didn't like this Uh, over at the one tribe. Due to the safety of the Oyati, effective immediately, you are hereby banished from homelands of the Agalala Sioux tribe. That's what basically happened. So she's not allowed to go on the reservation anymore because she talked about People needing to be stopped from coming over. Yep. And the tribal leader said that, well, these people are a lot of indigenous people that are coming over from El Salvador. A lot of people who are coming over and they just need jobs. And oh, wait, wait. He says um, he believes many people coming to the southern border in search of jobs and a better life are indigenous people from places like El Salvador, Guatemala, and Mexico and do not deserve to be dehumanized and mistreated by Governor Greg Abbott. And his cohorts, they don't need to be put in cages, separated from their children, like during the Trump administration, or be cut up by razor wire furnished by, of all places, South Dakota. First of all, I want to remind this uh, this Indian, you know, uh, we say that we also say Redskins, you know that that's Redskins and Chief, yeah. So when you are doing your little campfire around, you know, yeah. Yeah, while you're dancing around and smoking your peace pipe, you stupid ass. Let me tell you something. The Washington Redskins should be the Washington Redskins. The Cleveland Indians should be the Cleveland Indians. You should go back and start crying about all that. You were too young for this, but there used to be a thing where a chief used to sit there in a tear, used to roll down his eye because of all the pollution. Start worrying about the pollution. Start worrying about all the people in your your tribe who are doing drugs and are freaking stoned half the time. All right? Start contributing something to the country instead of just being a detriment to the country. But so this way, you know, you stupid ass. The cages were put in place by Barack and St. Obama. The family separations were put in place by Barack and St. Obama. Nothing worse than a liberal Indian, huh? Oh, my God. Learn how to speak English. That's it. Or get out.
3: I I was going to say, I mean, the The whole concept of the reservations creates such an issues in terms of governance, because they do get their own like special laws, but this is without a doubt, just more of a showboating thing to try and make Christy Noem look like a racist and this and that. If anything, you should be in support to what she's doing, because like you said, those reservations are just going to get more massively infiltrated by cartel members, by crime again, and, and they're already a flippant mess. So you would think that, you know, if you're the tribal leader of your reservation, uh, I want to protect my people. I should support the idea that Christy Noam's going down to protect our borders. But instead, it's such backwards thinking, like, you know, who paid them off? Protect
0: their people? First of all, let me tell you something, okay? I mean, obviously, I was just doing a little comedy skit there. But let me let me give you, I've been on reservations before. When I traveled this country, you go on reservations. First of all, there are there are tribes that are making... Fortunes from casinos, yeah. okay? Fortunes from selling cigarettes. I mean, I know my father, back when I, when I was seeing my father, my father would drive out and buy his cigarettes from the actual reservation in Southampton because you get them much cheaper and all the other different stuff. They, they're making a fortune. And there's a couple of people at the top who got the coin, and then you go, and the amount of poverty you'll see on these reservations, where's the fair share? You go to these reservations. And I mean, I remember going through one and I was everybody there was just like, they had no teeth. They looked like they hadn't showered in months. One person just seemed like he was totally drunk as a skunk. It's not a good place. So you're going to bang on Christy Noem for trying to keep migrants out of a country that are going to wind up stealing more resources that could be going to the tribes? I mean, you know what? I'm telling you. Every single last Democrat needs to have an autopsy at the end of their life or else we're never going to fix the poison that goes through their head. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a shot they got as a kid from the doctor. I don't know if it's something they ate at McDonald's. I don't know what it is, but something goes into that brain, breaks it, and it's just from that day forward, you're just like, what are you talking about? There's something wrong. I agree. Okay. Yeah. I'm not trying to be funny. There's something wrong. So I'd love to see Trump. If anything, I think that 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 tribal leader just made a great, a great, great pitch for Christy Noem.
3: Yeah. I, I, I think so. Absolutely. I, I, I'm hoping she's the pick. Um, it yeah. would be a great ticket. It would be a great
0: ticket. Christy Noem is conservative. Yeah. That's what we need. We need conservatism, Dennis. We need conservatism conservatism all around this country. And until we have it, we're screwed. Now, with that being said, let's talk about something that is completely different from what we've been talking about here. Once a week, or at least we try once a week to have our program that we're trying to get off the ground called Future Ready, where, you know, I will be the first and then you'll eventually uh, fill in and we'll do the two of us will do it where we interview people about what's coming in the future and how we could fix it. Well, the first one was, uh, going back a couple of weeks ago, I had a sheriff right here in the office, uh, in the uh, studio, I should say, and he was explaining about the risks of AI, how it is that there's so many scams going on, stealing money from a lot of senior citizens. Well, it's getting so sophisticated, Dennis, that the sheriff over the weekend sent me an article And said, my God, we were just talking about this, Dennis. I have to read this because it is just so incredible. A finance worker at a multinational firm was tricked into paying out $25 million to fraudsters using deep fake technology to pose as the company's chief financial officer in a video conference call, according to Hong Kong police. The elaborate scam saw the worker duped into attending a video call with what he thought were several other members of staff, but all of whom were in fact deep fake re, uh, recreations, Hong Kong police said at a briefing on Friday. In the multi-person video conference, it turns out that everyone he saw was a fake human being. Yeah. The worker had grown suspicious originally after he received a message that was purportedly from the company's UK based chief financial officer. So, initially, the worker suspected it was a, a BS email, as it talked, uh, it, it, because the email talked of a need to have a secret transaction to be carried out for this money. However, the worker put aside his early doubts after the video call because the other people in attendance had looked and sounded just like colleagues he recognized believing everyone else on the call was real. The worker agreed to remit a total of 200 million Hong Kong dollars, which is about 26 million American. The officer added the case is one of one of a several recent episodes in which fraudsters are believed to have used deep fake technology or AI to modify publicly available video and other footage to cheat people out of money. Now, for those people watching this program, you'll see how this could happen. Dennis and Ryan are going to play a video. What's this video of, Dennis?
3: So uh, Apple just released their newest product, which I think is going to shape the, the the future of technology here. It's the Apple Vision Pro. It's basically a headset of goggles and um, everything that it can display. You want to watch TV. You want to scroll through social media. You want to put a transfixed image of a celebrity over someone that you're talking to in front of you, you're able to do it. It basically is a altering of your actual reality when you put on uh, these goggles. I mean, there's even a video of a guy on the subway wearing the the, uh, goggles and you see him typing. And it's because through even though he has no keyboard, even though he has no keyboard, but he's able to He's typing in the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but the the Vision Pro is able to detect his fingers as if it was on an actual where he keyboard. would be typing.
0: So for those people who are just listening, I want you to I want you to envision this: a regular, everyday young man could be Dennis, could be Ryan, whatever, in a room, and a girl is watching him, and she is in real time changing his face to. Actors,
3: celebrities, yeah. celebrities, Tom, Efron, Cruz, Tom Cruise, Zac Efron, Co- DiCaprio. Leo DiCaprio,
0: yeah. just with the swipe of the hand, not even touching anything, just the swipe of the hand, being able to do this and change the face. So we're going to play the video right now. Uh, in fact, Ryan, just play the video over Dennis and I speaking so this way they can see it. There's really nothing. It's all a visual. And when you look at how easy this is, now listen, that's that mid-air swipe technology I drive a BMW and there are times when you and I are in the car or I'm in the car with mommy and a lot of times I talk with my hands, right? So I'll be driving with my one hand and I'll be like, yeah, man, listen to me. We're doing this, blah, 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 blah. And my hand is going. And what winds up happening is my car is like all like the radio's going on, the radio's going off. The radio is going higher, the radio is going lower. My car, I can literally just take my hand. I don't have to turn the knob to make the heat or the AC go up or down. I don't have to turn a knob to make where it is that the radio will go up and down. I don't have to hit a knob to move my seat. I could use hand gesture, gestures in a certain way to actually do it virtually where it's actually feeling the energy of my hand and it lowers the radio and ups the radio. And unless you turn it off while I'm sitting there talking like this with my hands, the radio's going up, it's going down, it's going up. And Mary's mommy's like, how do you turn that damn thing off? Point being is... A car can do that for just the heat and the AC and the seats. Now you have a virtual reality thing where you could literally, I mean, like, I'll be able to take your glasses off just virtually. Yes. We're getting so sophisticated, it's going to be impossible to know what is real and what is
3: fake. Uh, Two points on, on both those stories. The first one, and I hate to say it because with our audience watching, this is a very scary time to be senior citizen or or just someone maybe who's older over the age of, of 60 because you know as you get older your eyesight starts to fade your hearing starts to go a little bit our technology as you just said with that deep fake story is getting so it's getting so insanely advanced that the differentiation between reality and then something that's a deep fake on a video call how are you supposed to determine that And it's going to get to a point where it's near impossible. Even I have trouble sometimes. Certain videos, I'm like, is this one real or is this one fake? So now imagine a senior citizen that's always going to be on the lookout. Is this phone call real? Is this Zoom call real? Is even when I'm being presented in a video email real, it's going to get to a point where you're going to start questioning everything because you just don't know. And then with this Apple Vision Pro, this is my really ultimate prediction. I said it to Ryan earlier. I think if this gets perfected the way it has been, this in the next two, three years, maybe not even that long, it is going to create a host of health issues. People, especially young people, are going to abuse this. I think companies are going to abuse this. They're going to implement it because we played the video of the deep fake, but There was another one, and maybe Ryan overlays his B-roll, where you see the guy. He's got like five different uh, things going up where it's, you know, he's got his Twitter social media stream, then he's watching his basketball, then he's going through his email. Companies are going to implement that because it's be like, oh, time for optimal, maximal work. Throw on your vision goggles and do all these tasks at once. Think about how inundated we get just by doing laptop to phone to then you know going in and, and maybe editing something. Now you're multiplying that to a level. I mean, there's a video of uh, a person vacuuming while they're wearing it. And now it's they make it into a game where you like as you're vacuuming, uh, you're sucking up like digital points, and it's all through your your screen. So this is going to become something that I think is going to be very abused by younger people. And what's going to happen? Probably schizophrenia because it's going to start being a differentiation again of reality versus fake. Migraines, headaches, probably vision issues. Again, you're putting something that is still a screen into your eyes at that proximity. it it, it is going to cause, I think, a a mental health crisis that is going to uh, skyrocket beyond what we already have. And I'll
0: tell you why you're correct on that. So, uh, and I've talked about this on my Best Pals program. And again, just to wind down the show here, I will be picking back up on on Best Pals this week. When I learned about meditation and about how the brain actually works, one of the things that I was trained to do was to, okay, I close my eyes. I do my breathing and I need to see back in the day when I wasn't having my stomach issues. And what I'm doing is I'm programming my head to say the way my stomach is now is not supposed to be the way it was, the way I, the way it is. It's supposed to be the way it was, I need you to reset that frequency for my stomach. We need to repair it. And that's why so many times people who are really good at meditation, you'll hear stories about how it is that their cancer has been cured or their other problems have been cured. And I like to think I, I got my stomach fixed by the same thing, by just putting my mind into a spot where I remembered me running, me hitting the gym, me hitting the right thing, my stomach not having the acid, my stomach not having the problems. So your brain does not know the difference between what you're dreaming. In this case, I'm trying to manifest uh, today to be what my stomach was like yesterday. Your brain is a computer, and you're programming it to be healthy again. Well, it, it works. Now, you're feeding your brain fakeness. Your brain doesn't know the difference. It doesn't know that we're sitting here playing a game it's saying, my God, this is what's happening. So now you're going to start programming your brain to be like, oh, wow, well, all right, uh, that really is a lion in front of me all the time. We're in this situation. The next time Dennis's heart rate goes up a little bit, it must be that there's a lion here. You know, So this is so freaking dangerous. You know, I, I look around what we created here in this room. I always come back to it. When I look at the different things that, you know, the different headlines that we've had over the, the course of time, I look up at this one here in the top right, value, beauty, and charm, four bedrooms, two baths, $11,990, only $87 a month for a mortgage. It was such a simple time. You know, keep it simple. I read a book every morning when I do my meditation, Dennis, and, and it's it's just a, it's a book of philosophies. And every day you read a new book, uh, a new philosophy. And there's, there's an overriding uh, theme about how important to stay healthy and to stay clean, you know, with good thinking, everything else, keep everything simple, 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 simple. We are creating life into something that is so complex and so complicated. We're, we're, we're literally killing ourselves off. If if this was, if this was a hunger, hunger game, we are killing ourselves off. It
3: really is. It is. I Last I, word to you. Yeah. I look, I, so I'm sure, um, older people see what we just played and you're like, I have no interest in that. You know, like that, that, that has no interest to in me. That's just an altering of reality. But I get very worried about this younger generation, the Gen Z years. And then I think even the ones below that, you know, even though they're not really having kids is Gen Alpha, mm-hmm. this is now their future is this vision pro. And I can already picture the lawsuits that are going to happen. My kid thought that you know, he was playing the the gun game on Vision Pro because it was, you know, a fake simulation. And then all of a sudden, you know, his brain chemistry goes haywire and he's now thinking he's in a video game, but he's actually shooting people. It, it becomes a reality. So that is going to be, a, I, I'm predicting it now, you can bookmark this podcast. I think the way that people's brains are going to suffer from this technology is huge. Because to your point, simplicity, being in a natural environment. Think about how many doctors, uh, Nicholas Carderis, get away from the screen, get away from the screen, cut it off when you can, because it's just too much. And that's just for TV and video games. Now you're talking about something that is basically an attachment to your, to your ocular vision, to your brain, that people are going to abuse this. I'm already seeing the videos. Everyone that's excited for it, you know, under the age of 20, because they don't understand the implications that's going to happen. All right. Well, there's a little gloom and doom for you.
0: (laughs) Well, you know what? Stay away from that crap, and you'll be okay. Uh, That said, just wrapping up here real quick. uh, If you don't have the DML News app, I can't imagine why, uh, make sure you uh, download it for free from the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. Don't forget, uh, I announced earlier here in the show, and it will stay up for a couple of days, buy one, get one free for DML CBD Pet Tincture. You go to dmlcbd.com slash pet. Also, real quick, for people who are Team DML, if you are a member, if you're not a member, you should go to teamdml.com and take a look at our memberships. And also, if you have the app, you could just go to tab five, hit the interact button. You go to Team DML memberships, you'll get everything you need to know there. Uh, For Team DML members, once in a while in the live chat, I've been seeing the same question over and over again. So please listen to what I'm about to say. When you watch this program, at the beginning, there are always commercials we don't put those commercials in there. That is from Rumble. We try to stop that from happening, and it just won't stop. So it's not our fault. Just skip through the commercials, and that's that. All right, dmlcbd.com slash pet. God willing, the whole crew here, Ryan behind the, the the system there. Denny and myself will be back with you again tomorrow. Until then, may God bless you, your family, these United States. And may God bless Christy Noam. Stand up to those tribal Indians. Don't let them bring you down.
3: And the 95-year-old veteran that just got booted from his home to make way for, quote-unquote, new Americans. You can say that again. Have a great day. Get the Dennis Michael Lynch podcast every day by subscribing on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And download the DML News app from the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store for breaking news, merchandise, films, exclusive content, and team DML.